This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Necessary Roughness, brought to you by Southfield Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. With 11-year NFL veteran, Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year, and captain of the National Championship Michigan Wolverines, John Jansen. And 10-year NFL veteran, two-time Pro Bowl offensive tackle, and Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers, T.J. Lang. Now, here's John Jansen and T.J. Lang. Well, day one of the NFL draft round one is in the books. Uh, I want to give a quick update on where the Lions are right now. My analysis of the picks, as well as a, a bit of a look ahead into day two. So if you missed anything last night, uh, the Detroit Lions had the number six overall pick off the board. As we were watching it, um, and if you joined us uh, last night watching us watch the draft, we appreciate that. Uh, you can find this on YouTube. Just search 97.1 The Ticket. Uh, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast is where you can find uh, us and download it. But I was excited because we knew Bryce Young was going to go number one overall. Uh, C.J. Stroud was a little bit of a surprise going number two. There was some uh, some debate as to, you know, and, and the odds were that Will Levis was going to possibly go number two. Will Anderson possibly going number two. But Will Levis is still on the board. He's available uh, tonight still, but Will Anderson did go number three. Both of those, C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson to the Houston, Texas. They traded up with Arizona. Uh, then Anthony Richardson, a guy that with a, a lot of potential uh, at the quarterback position, I don't particularly like. I'm not. I'm hopeful that he'll be able to as a young guy. I, I like him as a, as a player. I like him as an individual. Um, I'm hopeful that he, he can find a way to complete more than 53% of his passes in the NFL. Uh, but he goes to Indianapolis at number four. When I saw the third quarterback off the board, I thought this is perfect. And Will Anderson was the only one on. We were going to get a shot at either Tyree Wilson or Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter was the one I wanted at number six. Uh, and then the Seahawks were on the board. And all of a sudden, they take Devin Witherspoon. And at six, we were debating the quality of that pick, uh, not knowing that you were going to get draft value out of the number six overall pick. You didn't have to make that decision because now Tyree Wilson and Jalen Carter on the board as a, as a group here at 97 won the ticket. We were celebrating. We thought this is great. We've got our pick. If you don't like the off the field issues with Jalen Carter, you can go Tyree Wilson. A lot of people had him going as the number one defensive player in this draft. 
a, a guy that you could put on the tight end, the closed end to, you know, match up with Aiden Hutchinson on the other side. You could keep him at the stand-up position. Jalen Carter would obviously provide that run support. I planted my flag earlier this week that I wanted Jalen Carter at number six. He was going to be available. I was I was ready to go. I thought this was going to be exactly what we wanted in return for the Matthew Stafford trade. Still waiting to figure out what J-Mo was going to do. We talked about that last week. But we've got Jared Goff. we got J-Mo. And now we've got this number six overall pick. And then it hits the screen that the Detroit Lions are trading back. And of all the years, we always talk about trading back, getting more draft capital this year with a player, a possible generational player at six available. I was hoping that they were going to take Jalen Carter. They didn't. They traded back um, with the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals end up taking Paris Johnson tackle out of Ohio State. And in return for trading out of the number six spot, the Lions got number 12, um, and then they they we knew that they had 18 going into the first round. They also got pick number 34, uh, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. So they've got 34, they've got 48, and 55 in the second round, but they had to give up their third-round pick, uh, number 81. That went over to Arizona. I didn't like adding that in, but if that's how you get it done and you're able to, 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 to get back – you got more draft capital. Thought it was a good trade, even though I wanted Jalen Carter. However, they took Jameer Gibbs with that number 12 pick. Jameer Gibbs is going to be a really good pro football player. He's going to contribute a lot to the Detroit Lions. He should start day one. The number 18 pick, Jack Campbell. Again, a really good football player. Probably the best off-the-ball linebacker in this year's draft. I'm excited about both of these guys. I don't want anybody to think that I'm not excited about what they can do. In the first round, what did TJ and I talk about all the time? It's being able to draft guys that can have an immediate impact on your team. Jameer will do that. Jack Campbell will do that. But they didn't address probably the biggest need, and that is defensive line. They didn't address anything up front of being able to stop the run. Yes, Jen Campbell will be a part of stopping the run, but we need a big body inside. I think Aleem McNeil, Bugs, Kaminsky, they're all going to help, but this is a defense that really struggled against the run, and they've only signed the guys that they had last year, and yeah, they played better with Kaminsky available. They played better when Bugs was available, but you need to have bodies inside. You got to have depth because Kaminsky missed time due to injury. Bugs is is not a, a spring chicken. So in day two, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But I do want to talk a little bit more about what Jameer brings to this offense. Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Alabama. He's a little bit light. He's 5'9", uh, 199 pounds. They couldn't squeeze an extra pound out of him to at least say 200 pounds. He is a guy that is a three-down back. He's going to be able to carry the ball out of the backfield. He's fast. He's got breakaway speed when he gets into the open. He's very elusive. My concern is that he's a little bit small. He can get dinged up a little bit in the NFL. He's not going to bounce off tackles as much as he did at Alabama. He does have great explosive ability, playmaking ability. And here's where I'm excited about Jameer Gibbs. You've given... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ben Johnson, another great weapon to deal with and to be creative with offensively because when I say he's a three down back, he also catches the ball very well out of the backfield. And not just that, you can line him up as, as a slot receiver. You can line him up as an X, as a Y, as a Z, whatever you want, not a Y. But you can line him up anywhere on the offense and create opportunities for Jared Goff. He runs really good routes, got, has really good hands. So you're getting almost a two-for-one with Jameer Gibbs. It can make that pick a little bit more palatable. Uh, but again, he's going to contribute to this offense. He's going to make this offense more explosive. And then when you when we do get Jamison Williams back, if we think he's the, the receiver that he can be, that deep threat, you've got a Monroe St. Brown. You've got a decent wide receiving core, one that can be explosive. How do you use Jameer Gibbs to create opportunities for those guys as well? Well, I mentioned you line them up in the slot and you run some of those underneath routes. When you have the ability to get open there and Jared Goff will hit him, he's very good at hitting those underneath routes, those 10 to 12-yard routes, five, six, seven yards. It's going to draw attention from linebackers. You've got to honor that. You can't cover Jameer Gibbs with a linebacker. You're going to have to use a nickelback. You create opportunities down the field for guys like Amon Ross St. Brown. And we've heard from him. He wants to do a better job of getting deep, being a deep threat. It opens up those opportunities. Same thing for Jamison Williams. When you attract that attention underneath, you're going to be able to hit some of those deeper passes. Now it's going to be up to Jared Goff to be able to, to complete those. Uh, and, and this is all coming to a point where Jared Goff is going to have everything around him that he needs. In terms of skilled position, we know about the offensive line. I think they'll address that, the depth in the second round. But it gives Jared Goff all the weapons he could possibly need to go out there and be a top three, top four, top five offense. Now, Jack Campbell, one of the, the most athletic linebackers that you're going to see. He's 6'5", 250. He's big. He can get into passing lanes. Does a good job of covering tight ends um, You know, as, as a linebacker, which in today's offenses – You've got to be able to do. Just think about, you know, hey, if, if you match up against uh, San Francisco, you have to find somebody to cover George Kittle. You get to the to the Super Bowl, and maybe if you're playing, and I know, calm down, I'm not predicting a Super Bowl, but you have the opportunity to cover a guy like Travis Kelsey. Now, you're just going to cover him with Jack Campbell, and I wouldn't put that on Jack uh, to, to, to be his job. You're going to do it a number of different ways, but it gives you an opportunity, a body to be able to do that. Uh, I think it's a, a get a good pick starter day one. You got Alex Anzalone, you've got uh, you know a Malcolm Rodriguez, but you don't have a bona fide middle linebacker. One of the weakest spots on this defense is that linebacker position. This solidifies that he should be an instant day one starter. But it's the value that you're going to get out of those two positions. Could you have gone in the second round to get a linebacker? Could you have gone in the second round to get a guy like a Zach Charbonnet who is available out of UCLA? Um, there's a number of other guys you could have gone with and done a better job of addressing, being able to stop the run, applying pressure to quarterbacks uh, in that first round. Yeah, but this is where we are. 
And here's where I think the Lions need to go in the second round. Um, when you look at the players that are still available, you're picking at, as I mentioned, 34. Um, you get that pick in the trade. Uh, you also have 48 and 55. My ideal situation is Jonathan Mingo, receiver out of Ole Miss, 6'2", 225 pounds, 50-50 balls. He comes down with those more times than not. He's a big body receiver. When he has the ball in his hands, he's a physical style runner. He's going to pick up extra yards. If it's third and eight or if you're in the red zone and you've got to have that first down, one, obviously we know we've got a Monroe St. Brown, but you've got to have that guy that you could throw the ball up to at nine yards, say, go get it, go get us the first down. I think Jonathan Mingo would be a great pick at 34. At 48, corner DJ Turner. Now there's a number of guys that you could go with at corner. Joey Porter Jr. is still available. I don't think he lasts to 48. Uh, Brian Branch uh, still available. Safety, a little bit of a different skill set, but very um, uh, very dynamic in the secondary. Uh, I think there's a lot of different ways that Aaron Glenn could use him. I don't know that he's available. I don't want to go as high as 34 for corner, but I will go at 48. And I think DJ Turner has good experience playing at Michigan, has – we know he's got great speed, fastest player in the NFL draft. Uh, I think he would be a good pickup at 48. At 55, there's two guards in this draft that I think are really good players. Steve Avila out of TCU. I don't think he's available, but there is a guard out of Florida, Osiris Torrance, who I think could be very productive for this offensive line. And maybe he doesn't come in and start immediately, but he's a guy that provides great depth. Uh, and and great opportunity for this offensive line to withstand some injuries. Uh, we've seen over the course of the last couple of years, the strength of this team is the offensive line, but we've seen Jonah Jackson miss some time. We've seen Frank Ragnow miss time, Taylor Decker miss time. So you've got to have that flexibility and going guard with that number 55 pick, I think would be a smart move or at least somewhere in the second round. There's a lot to be excited about with this draft. I I'm not ready to throw Brad Holmes under the bus, Dan Campbell, this regime. I do trust them. There are picks that I would have rather have had in the first round, but you did pick up two starters, one on offense, one on defense. You got a playmaker on offense, an explosive style of, of player in Jameer Gibbs. That's going to provide great opportunities for, for Ben Johnson to be creative, not just in the red zone, but throughout the entire field. Jack Campbell, instant day one starter. That's what you want out of the first round. And then in the second round, you continue to add, hopefully, some starters, but depth of talent. They need to address the, the corner position long-term. Nobody's under contract for more than uh, this next year. Wide receiver, especially with Jamison Williams out, I think you can add to that depth. Defensive tackle, if you want to go that, instead of going guard or one of these other positions, um, you've got a couple of guys, uh, one out of Wisconsin, Keanu Benton, big body, 6'3", 330 pounds. You plug him in there with Bugs, Aleem McNeil. I think that would help the run. Uh, and then there's another player out of Baylor um, uh, by the name of uh, uh, Siaka Ika, who is much like Benton, big body, not a great mover uh, or a great athlete, but it will eat up blocks, allowing Jack Campbell, Alex Anzalone, Malcolm Rodriguez to make plays at the linebacker position. Um, but again, there's a lot of different ways they could go in the second round. There's going to be no third nor fourth round pick. There's two in the fifth, so it's going to be a while before the Lions pick again. 
Make sure you like, subscribe, so you always have this in your downloads. 97 won the ticket. You can search it on YouTube. You can see us. Usually it's me and TJ. TJ was busy this morning, but I wanted to make sure we brought you the update on what we thought about these picks for the Detroit Lions and what to look for tonight as the second and third rounds take place on Friday night. We thank you, as always, for listening and downloading uh, Necessary Roughness.